0: Hello, thank you for joining me for another edition of the Friday Word. This week we are going to be doing a review on a book. Um, It's actually a daily devotional that I've really been enjoying this year, so I thought I would share it. Um, Make sure to subscribe, share this with friends if this is a blessing to you. Thank you for joining and let's get started with prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you day with a grateful and thankful heart for all the blessings that you have given us. Thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus, Lord. We repent of any and all sin, any known, unknown sin. We plead the blood of Jesus that all of those sins are washed away, Lord. Make us righteous in your own eyes. Help us, Lord, with all day-to-day activities. Help us to overcome any type of wiles from the devil. We cancel any and all demonic and enemy plots and plans. In the name of Jesus, God, surround us with your heavenly host. We plead Psalm 91 and 23 over all of our lives. And we thank you for your glory and for your favor. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so the book today I'll be reviewing is called Unto the Hills. It is a daily devotional, and this is by Billy Graham. If you aren't familiar with Billy Graham, I'm pretty sure everyone is. Um, He has gone home to be with the Lord, but he is absolutely, probably one of the best preachers um, that we have definitely seen in modern times, absolutely. And this book... Um, I purchased this past January, February, so I've been reading it throughout the year. So I feel comfortable enough now um, being able to, you know, do a little review for this. Um, and I do have the second edition of the book, and I think I purchased this at Books a Million. I'm pretty sure you can get this on Amazon or anything like that, though, too. Um, this was published um, through Thompson Nelson. In Nashville, and I got the heart back, and I have really been enjoying Billy Graham's insight on all of this. And I have some things bookmarked, some of the quotes and things like that. I definitely would like to go over. Um, <clears throat> so, if you are um, needing to get a new daily devotional, I would definitely be um, recommending this. Or if you know of someone, I would definitely look at this, too. He has a really lovely foreword. Um, one of the things he says in that is that God has not forgotten you and is, in fact, still with you. I hope this book will be a help to you. And I just thought that was so sweet of him. So sort of the format, the layout of this, obviously, starts starts with January one. But then he gives his title of the daily devotional. He gives the scripture that he's going over. And then he gives, um, like, a word of encouragement, a teaching, and then he ends it with a prayer. So you have that every day. I found this to be um, very insightful. And he gives a lot of um, his personal experiences or experiences um, of his friends or um, people he's been associated with. Um, little things that we can glean from, which has been very good. A lot of these things um, I didn't really know. And one of the days I would like to go over is on July 3rd, and that title is, We Are in the World. And the scripture that goes with this is John fifteen nineteen. And it says, If ye are of the world, the world will love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there are a couple of things I wanted to highlight from this. He says, We cannot possibly influence the world unless we live in it and give evidence of the power of the gospel in our lives. As citizens, we must vote and participate in political affairs. We are to participate in civic activities, and most certainly we are to be loyal and faithful to the church. We are not to compromise with the world, the flesh, and the devil. We are not to participate in the sins of the world. A Christian must say no. We must show that he is a citizen of another world we should refuse to support anything which does not meet with the approval of our Christian conscience. The casual Christian has little or no influence upon others. I am finding that it is only the Christian who refuses to compromise in matters of honesty, integrity, and morality who is bearing an effective witness for Christ. Only by a life of obedience to the voice of the Spirit, by daily dying to self— by a full dedication to Christ and constant fellowship with him, are we enabled to live a godly life and have a positive influence in this present ungodly world? And the prayer he has with this, Our Father and our God, I want to be pure and holy as you are holy. Please let my witness for Christ be strong. Keep my honesty, integrity, and morality intact, no matter what happens. Help me learn to say no when I should. Give me courage and the fortitude to be obedient at all times. In Jesus' name, amen. And that is not um, the full devotion for that day, just so you know. I just kind of picked out um, certain highlights. And I think this is very important, especially for the times you're in right now, what's going on um, with the upcoming election. But I keep hearing, especially within the Christian society of, oh, Christians need to stay out of politics, da-da-da. Well, here you have Billy Graham explaining that, no, it is in fact a God-given responsibility and a God-given right for us to participate in civic activities. And through that, we need to show out the power of the gospel, So I thought that was um, a pretty powerful word. And that kind of coincides with September 19th. This one is titled, The Walk of the Willing. And this has Galatians 5.16. And it says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And then this is just a couple little sentences from his devotion on this day. He says sin will no longer rule or dominate you if you are allowing the Holy Spirit to live Christ's life through you. It is living by faith, living by trust, living in dependence upon God. The first key for usefulness and power for Christians today is humility. The second is the realization that sanctification is only in Christ. The third is reliance on the Holy Spirit. And the prayer for that day is, Our Father and our God, I want to walk with you from here throughout eternity. Hold my hand and keep me by your side. Remind me often that you are in control of my life and that I have nothing to fear when I am with you. Keep me moving forward in my spiritual growth. And please bless me with the wisdom to always be faithful through Christ Jesus, my Lord, in his name. Amen. And this, I think, is very important. August 20th, it's titled, The Family of Faith. And the um, scripture he has tagged with this is, Clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. And just a couple sentences from the devotional part. He says, We are witnessing the breakdown and erosion of the family union. Divorce is rampant and living together, in quotes, Without the formality of a wedding ceremony is increasingly common. It is only the strong Christian family union that can survive the coming world holocaust. And only as Jesus Christ is vitally real to us as family members can we build strong families. In his prayer for that day, Our Father and our God, have mercy on me, a sinner and unworthy servant. Pardon my offenses against you, Holy Father, and freely forgive my every sin. Draw me nearer to you in every area of my life. Never let me stray from you and your son Jesus in whom I pray. Especially help me do all I can do to strengthen my family and to honor you in all my relationships. And I really admire Billy Graham because he's addressing major pain points that we are seeing happening in the especially in the United States of course this is happening all over the world but he isn't afraid to address the truth from the pulpit he isn't afraid to counter the culture he isn't afraid to draw the line in the sand and and say no this is what the Bible says and this is how we are to behave and he takes ownership and responsibility and he encourages other others to do the same. Um and I think I'll just do one more. And again, this isn't everything, but I definitely encourage you, um, if you are looking for a new devotional to get this. And he does have other devotionals if you just want um to grab a quick one on you version. He has some on there as well. Um which is absolutely awesome. And this will be the last one I'm going to close with. Well, maybe I'll do two more. Um, September 30th, the title for this is Renewed, Not Just Religious. And the scripture for this is Ephesians 4, 23-24. And then I'm just going to read the um, the devotional part for this. And he says, and this is just a couple sentences from it. The nation was deteriorating morally, even though record crowds were attending the temple. And then he references Isaiah 1 and 13. And Billy says, Then Isaiah told them how to regain the favor of God. These people who were members of the church, these people who had been reared according to the formalities of the religious laws, but during the week were not living a righteous life, Isaiah warned of the judgment of God. Then he told them how they could be cleansed from their sin. And he references Isaiah one sixteen and 18, which says, And he said, Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes, cease to do evil. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. They, though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And Billy says, There are thousands of people who do not give themselves to Jesus Christ because they have conformed to the world. They are afraid of being called fanatic, pious, or religious. A true Christian is not a conformist. He does not conform himself to the worldly concepts of religion. Instead, he is to become a true disciple, a follower of the Lord. And I love that. He really toes the line on how we should should live. And... I definitely have gleaned so much from this devotional. And then from October 7th, this talks about the Christian's mindset. And Billy says, We Christians are not to be conformed to this world mentally. The world, by its advertisements, its conversation, and its philosophy, is engaged in a gigantic brainwashing task. Not always consciously, but sometimes unconsciously, the Christian is beset by secular and worldly propaganda. Much of entertainment, even on Sunday, is slanted to those who feed on violence, sex, and lawlessness. It would seem that some diabolic mastermind is running the affairs of this world and that his chief objective is to brainwash Christians and get them to conform to this world. The world's sewage system threatens to contaminate the stream of Christian thought. Satan will contest every hour you spend in Bible reading or prayer. And then he quotes Philippians 2, 5 and Romans twelve two, And Billy goes on to say, We Christians are not even to be conformed to the world's anxieties. We have already been told in Scripture that the world is coming to a cataclysmic judgment. We Christians are to be lights in the midst of darkness, and our lives to exemplify relaxation, peace, joy, in the midst of frustration, confusion, and despair. Time yourself the next time you read the Bible and pray. Compare this amount of time to that you spend, say, watching television. Is God getting his share of your time and attention? And um, Philippians 2 5 is the scripture for, that, for this devotional day. So it's amazing because he comes at you with the truth, but he also does it in love and he calls us up higher, right? He always says, you know, these are the things that are happening. This is the way the Christians are should be acting, you know, and if we are guilty of any of these things, if we do find ourselves in sin, then we need to make ourselves right with God and we need to move on in the power of the Lord. And I, my personal viewpoint, I just feel that is where we are as a nation. So um, I hope that blessed you today. I definitely encourage you. I have learned so much from Billy Graham. He has definitely um, caused me to honestly raise the bar a little bit higher on my life and to look at other aspects of my life from a, a different viewpoint. And, you know, the Lord has used this to convict me in certain areas of my life and get things cleaned up and repent of um, other sin. So I, I think this is a wonderful book. And I'll leave the link uh, if you're looking to purchase that as well. But I hope this bless you and definitely gives you a lot of food for thought. You know, definitely re-listen to some of this. Pick up the book um, and, you know, pray for our nation, pray for society. And that all starts at home. You know, like Billy Graham was saying, it starts with the family. Having a healthy, functional family. All these society it starts with the family. It starts at home, and that starts with you and me. So I pray this is a blessing to you, and I will see you next time on the Friday Word. Be blessed. Bye bye.